potential right here on TDN Radio. Welcome to another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. I truly hope that you had a wonderful weekend, that you got to spend some good quality family time with your relatives and anyone within your own home. And, you know, let's just be honest. I know that we all ate a little bit too much for Thanksgiving, but it's okay. You know, I always think to myself, you're truly not going to gain any weight from eating or overeating, I should say, on Thanksgiving and Christmas. That is... If you only overeat on Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think for most of us, the, the concern is that we continue to eat those leftovers that are hanging out in our refrigerators, right? So again, I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving um, holiday weekend. And can you believe today is December 1st, the first day of the last month of the year. How are you feeling about that? The first day of the last month of the year. And honestly, I don't know if I should be happy because um, the vaccines are going to be available in January, February, hopefully. And we should be seeing, you know, somewhat of a closer end to this whole COVID-19 uh, battle that we've been dealing with. Or if I should be sad because it feels like we spent all of 2020 just being concerned with coronavirus, just being concerned with our own personal health and safety, and just being concerned about, you know, things such as our job security and our children being able to attend school. So, you know, I'm not sure if I should be happy or I should be sad. But, you know, the one thing that I am is I am grateful I am grateful that we're, we've been given life to see yet another month. Uh, God willing, we will get to see the end of the year. And I'm grateful for the promise of a new year, the promise of what is to come in 2021 and how we will be able, hopefully, to plan 
and to be able to just enjoy life a little bit more than we did this year. And, you know, as a matter of fact, before I forget, our program next week is really going to be about Vision 2020. So we're going to take a look back at the lessons that we learned in 2020, how we grew in 2020, how we, we realized that we are so much stronger than we thought we were because of 2020. So I hope that you will join me next week as we take a closer look at our vision 2020, what we learned from 2020, and what we hope to apply in 2021. So I'm looking forward to that. So how are you? How are you? Again, welcome to the program. You're listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. Of course, we have another wonderful guest for you today. Today, we are joined by Mr. Charles Singleton, an attorney at law who is going to give us some free legal advice. So we we absolutely appreciate him for giving us his uh, free legal advice. But he's also going to tell us about, you know, just being spiritually healthy during this COVID-19 pandemic. So he's been a minister for about 40 years. So we are completely grateful that he is stopping by today to share with us some words of inspiration as we continue to to cope with everything that is going on this year. So I'm looking forward to hearing from Charles. I'm looking forward to to having him share with us um, this evening. And if you follow me on Facebook, of course, you know, we've been very, very active on Facebook Live. As a matter of fact, I did three Facebook Lives in a matter of three days, um, Saturday, Sunday, and yesterday, Monday. Because, you know, like I said on the Facebook Live last night, it seems like Dominica is just oozing with talent and with creativity. And I'm so happy that I am fortunate to be able to promote so much of our talent in Dominica. And of course, as we continue to grow, I'm hoping to promote the talent of anyone who would like to come and share on Push Past 10 on Facebook. So last evening, we had some great music from the Smith Brothers. And if you remember, Marcian Smith is the young man out of Dominica who did the folk medley, which is still spreading far and wide. He did a beautiful job of jazz up some Dominica traditional music and he placed it on the internet and it pretty much went viral. So he and his brothers, the Smith brothers, have brand new music that they, they just released and we were honored to have them on a Facebook Live last evening to celebrate their new release. And of course, if you want to check out the song, it is called Meant to Be and it is available on YouTube on The Smith Brothers. So again, The Smith Brothers on YouTube and the song is Meant to Be. And as a matter of fact, I thought I would give you a listening of the song. So while we invite Mr. Charles Singleton to join us, I will go ahead and let you take a listen to the Smith Brothers brand new song just released, I think about four days ago, a song entitled Meant to Be. Stay tuned. I'm stepping in the club now 
vibes with me and we're gonna have a good time Smith Brothers on the stereo Groove into a tune that we all know Staring in the crowd now There you were, oh my god, what a face I had to get to know you jumps in i just wanted to get your reaction to that wonderful new song by the smith brothers what did you think you know i am just so happy to hear some refreshing different music out of dominica you know like i said on the facebook live last night uh you know we love our buyo we love our soca we love our kadas music all the beautiful music that that we enjoy in dominica but it is so nice to have something new and refreshing so so i completely appreciate the new different style of the smith brothers so show them your support show them your support by checking out the video and also showing show them your this your support by following them on social media 
on Facebook, for example, they are the Smith Brothers. So again, thank you for listening to their brand new song. And I also did not want to forget to thank our sponsor of this program, Peregrine Care Management, a medical consulting company here in McDonough, Georgia. So thank you again, Peregrine Care Management, for your sponsorship for this program. And as we continue to go to grow, we look forward to the sponsorship of other similar companies. So let's jump right in and bring Mr. Charles Singleton to the forefront as he uh, joins us today on the program. guest is Mr. Charles Singleton. He is originally from Cleveland, Ohio. He holds a bachelor's degree in psychology, like me, and a Juris Doctorate from Emory School of Law. He has worked in several fields, including child welfare, juvenile probation, as well as several law firms. And he is now the proud founder and managing partner of Singleton Law Group in Conyers, Georgia. He is also a licensed minister for the past 40 years. Welcome, Charles. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Simone. I appreciate it. Good, good, good. So by way of introduction, just tell us a little bit more about your life, your upbringing, and anything else you would like us to know about you. <laughs> well, I was raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, my family, I was the youngest sibling, four older sisters, okay, so I was the baby. Um, they say I'm spoiled, but I don't believe it. Um, but just had a regular upbringing in a, I guess, lower middle class okay. neighborhood. Both my parents worked hard for us. And um, so, I mean, that was my environment growing up and then I went away to college in Oklahoma. It's the first time I've been away from home. Um, and so when I left, I never really, I never moved back to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. um, so since then I've been out on my own. Okay, yeah. good, good. So, yeah. so nice um, for you to join us today. So just tell us some challenges you faced um, along the way, especially in terms of starting your own um, law firm. Well, I mean, it seems like I picked probably the worst possible time to <laughs> start a firm. We started in October. We had no idea, um, of course, that the pandemic would come in March. Um, and effectively, as, at least here in Georgia, since March, the courts have been closed. Mm -hmm. um, there's minimal services, emergency services. So it's been a challenge. Right. Um, but God's been faithful. Um, and that we've been able to still work um, and produce income. Of course, starting a business of any kind is difficult, um, but we've been blessed. Um, the government has offered some programs, some low interest to no interest loans for small businesses, and we've been able to take care, take advantage of some of that to help us keep going. Okay. Um, but uh, where there's a will, there's a way. So absolutely, absolutely. Now, have you been able to make any changes like moving some of your um, operations to online maybe? All of it. Um, okay. Luckily, um, with the type of law that I practice, which is primarily in the area of probate, wills and estates, things like that, and personal injury, there's not a need for a lot of in-person contact. Good. So most of the things that we do is 
through email, we can video conference. And if clients still feel comfortable in coming in, we have, I have that option as well where they can come in. But most, about, most of everything that I do is online. I've even conducted, um, we actually had a hearing online. The court did a Zoom hearing um, because, so the courts have been innovative. Um, they've got to try to move cases, but uh, things are very difficult right now. So. Yeah, absolutely. So that must have been an interesting, interesting ex experience to have a court case online. We did it out of necessity. Mm -hmm, um, so, mm -hmm. I mean, during this time, you have to be creative um, because yeah. things still have to get done. Absolutely. And I think part of what will come out of this, I think some things will permanently change. Yes. Um, even how we go to church mm -hmm. has changed. Yes, and I want to talk to you a little bit about Churches that. Churches have to be innovative. Yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit about that too. But just by way, I know that you're a huge advocate for um, final wills. And I think that's an area that a lot of us struggle with. And I have to tell you, being from the Caribbean, it is almost taboo to talk about oh. final wills because it's almost like you're saying to the person they give you the impression that oh well are you wishing that i die so you can inherit it's very taboo unfortunately really? so that is really a topic i want you to speak on um for us because uh the majority of my listening audience is from the caribbean so can you tell us why is it so important to have a final will i mean it's important because you want your loved ones to be um, at peace, all right? One of the things and one of the tragic things that happens when a will is not in place is that families are often torn apart, um, battling over things that, material things, that really in the final analysis aren't really that consequential. Um, but if you would just take the time, and it doesn't take a lot of time, and it doesn't have to be very complicated to just state out plainly what your desires are with the property that you have. Who do you want to have it? Who do you want to be your executor? Uh, in the case of parents with children, one of the most important reasons to have a will, if you have minor children, is that the will is the only place you can name a legal guardian while still living. Um, and so you need to have those things in place. I know it's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to talk about death. Um, the other thing that we do with wheels is something called a, some people would call it a living wheel, in which you talk about what happens if you become terminally ill, um, or for instance, you're in a coma, what kind of care do you want to receive? That needs to be done in advance um, so that your wheels, so that your desires are carried out. It's uncomfortable, but it's necessary. And then your family has a clear roadmap as to what you desire, and there's not the bickering that happens. Right, right. Now kind of walk us through the process. If I came to you today and told you that I wanted to prepare a will, what would the process look like? One of the first things I'll do is I'll give you a questionnaire in which you're going to detail your estate. Um, a lot of people say, well, I don't have anything. Yes, you do. I mean, you have clothing, you have jewelry, you have vehicles. Most people, many people have a home, uh, many people have life insurance, retirement benefits, those kinds of things. So we would list out, you would detail everything that you can come up with that you own. And then you talk about, well, how do, who do I want 
to have the authority to carry out my wishes. That's called an executor, uh, a personal representative. You need to think about that. Who do you trust? For most married couples, it's your spouse. But then we always name someone else uh, in case your spouse can't serve. So you need to think about a person that has the capacity um, to handle that kind of thing. It doesn't matter if your estate is large or small. Um, the steps are the same. Once we've done that questionnaire, I'll make an initial draft of a will, and then we just go back and forth where um, we continue to build it and draft it into the document that you want. It's a short process. It can be um, as long as we communicate, and most of it, all of it can be done virtually. Okay, great, great. And what is the time frame from the beginning to the end of the process, you would say, typically? 30 to 60 days. Okay, good, good. And, and I think it's so important what you just mentioned, especially if you have minor children, because I don't yes. think that people real, that a lot of us realize the implications in terms of who, first, who do you want to handle your affairs? It may not necessarily be a spouse. Right. <laughs> and, and, and many times it's not. Right. Yeah. And there are actually, you can, it can be your accountant. I mean, it's whoever you trust. Exactly. Um, so, but it's a necessity, especially when you have minor children. Yeah. Nobody so just, likes to think about the worst. Yeah. Um, but as an attorney, that's my responsibility to think about the worst case scenario. Yeah. And I just um, think we need to get past the fact that, you know, we think it's so morbid that we right. think that, you know, I'm wishing death on you. So, so as someone who is um, ingrained in this process, do you have any suggestions of how we might approach the topic? <laughs> <laughs> that's a tricky I mean, one, I right? Think, right. I mean, I think that um, it's important that we just have an honest discussion about hey you know nobody plans to die yeah. but you need to plan what happens after you die yeah. um, and us just speaking about these things does not somehow make it come to pass any sooner because all of us are going to go this way um, so we might as well be, pre be prepared yeah um, it, so I don't know um, if you're dealing with somebody that's got that kind of a fear or maybe it would be best to, hey, hey, let's go talk to an attorney so you can hear and see what our options are. Right, um, right. It's kind of like the, the yeah, conversation about life to, insurance to as well. Ease. Exactly. Um, nobody wants to die, but you need to have life insurance to be prepared. Um, it's tragic to look on Facebook and Instagram and see people doing GoFundMes because somebody has passed away and they don't have the funds to bury them. Um, and it's expensive. I don't know mm -hmm. if you've ever, uh, how close you've been in that experience, but it can run ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars um, $20,000. But when you consider the ease of a life insurance policy, um, especially if you're healthy, there's no reason not to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for the advice um, on the importance of having a will. And if you're just joining us, we are speaking to attorney at law, um, Mr. Charles Singleton, and he's just been informing us of the importance of having a final will, even when we are young, and how we can remove the stigma and the taboo that oftentimes surrounds having a will, because it is really so important. Now, Charles, the other reason I wanted you to come on today to speak with us is because of your role as a minister, and I truly appreciate that you're joining us today. 
because as you know, the world is in such turmoil right now. So I was asking you to come on just to kind of give us some advice on how we can cope, how we can get through this very difficult time. So do you have any suggestions for us on coping? I do. I mean, one of the things that uh, when this first happened in March, I think was when really we started quarantining and all of the things. One of the things that came to me in my heart is that I felt that God was saying to me personally, take this time to reset. Um, a lot of times, I know you're busy. I mean, you've got a, you're juggling a million balls. I'm juggling a million balls. My wife is as well. And a lot of times you get so busy that you're not really living, okay? That you're not taking the time to take care of yourself. Well, one of the things that came to me is this is an opportunity because everything is slowed down. Um, a lot of, for a long time, we were just in our homes, um, dealing with our families. So this is really a time to reset. That's the word that came to me, to reset everything. So for me personally, the first thing I had to reset was my relationship with God. Because a lot of times you think you have a close relationship with God, but really what you had was a close relationship with your church. And those two things are totally separate. Um, now that you don't have the ability to come together uh, corporally in worship, or get a word. How are you going to get that word? We cannot be dependent on anybody else. One of the things um, that just impresses me and that I talk about a lot when I have the opportunity to share is that the first relationship in, human, in history was man and God, woman and God. That's the most important relationship, all right? So we need to reset that and learn how to go to God be able to hear from God for ourselves. You don't need a prophet, a pastor, anybody, really, to intervene between you and God. Um, and so one of the things that this is an opportunity to do is, hey, God, here I am. We're in the midst of things that we can't explain. I'm back to you. Talk to me. Spend time with him. Share time with God. Um, so that's one of the things that we can do is turn to him. The second thing is turn our families, all right? It's a good time to get reacquainted with your spouse, with your children. Um, we've had so much time, I think for like three, two to three months, we barely left the house other than to go to work and come home. So that's essential time to spend with our kids, to spend with each other, to just reconnect and reset those relationships. And lastly, remember, be grateful, all right? Things look bad, all right? Um, we're in the middle of, I think, 160,000 people have died just in our country, many more than that around the world. Um, we're in the middle of social upheaval in this country, racial unrest, all types of things are happening. But in spite of all that, we're here. And so that be grateful for. And so instead of focusing so much on the negative, Think about all the things that are going right in your life. Think about the fact that you still have shelter, that you still have people that love you and that you love, that you still have um, finances and resources. Those are things to be grateful for. Think about the fact that you can move. One of the things that I'm doing during this, I've got myself a trainer. You know, I've always been physically active, but I'm taking it to another level, all right? I've got myself a trainer. I want to redo and remake Charles Singleton, all right, physically. Um, and so 
get involved, do some things that you've always said you were going to do. Now you have time to do them. All right, and go for it with gusto. Be grateful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Charles. And you know, you made several wonderful points that I just want to reiterate. And one of them is the fact that we were so reliant on our church. And I think a lot of us thought yes. that our obligation was simply to go to church on Sunday and move on right. with the rest of the week, full speed ahead, juggling all those balls that you talked about. But now we're seeing that to be really and truly religious means what is your genuine relationship with right. God. So it's, it's a great time to focus on that. And then the, the other thing as well, I think is very helpful. That is what keeps me motivated is to keep thinking that this too shall pass. Absolutely. This too shall pass. And when it does pass, what is my life going to look like? Would I have spent, let's say this goes on for at least a year. Would I have spent this time moaning and groaning and complaining? Or would I have done like what you're doing, resetting, reconnecting with your family and somehow making myself better so that when all this is over, what does my life look like? Exactly. Yeah, um, so and, and it tests our faith because Jesus said this in Matthew 6, 25. He said, do not worry about your life. Now, when you think about that, what... The only thing people are worried about is their life. I mean, what, and he said, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, um, how your physical needs are going to be met. And 99% of people, that's what they're stressed out about, is how are we going to live? How are we going to make it? Jesus said, don't worry about that. And he said that because he said, listen, if your father takes care of birds and wildflowers, how much more is he willing to take care of you? So really it gets down to this issue, Simone. Do you really believe that God loves you? If you really believe that, then there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to be stressed out about because we know he has promised. And I've seen this over and over in my life that when I thought that I could not make it through a situation or a circumstance, you know what? We made it through. I made it through. Most of the things that we worry about never even happen, all right? So we might as well learn how to relax and let God handle these types of situations. Faith in the fact that he loves you and just relax in that um, and allow and live your life. I mean, we've still got to live. Even in the midst of this pandemic, you've still got to live. You've still got to have enjoyment you still got to find pleasure in things um, and so i would just encourage people to just trust god because he loves us he cares about us and he knows we're in this situation and he's taking care of us and we're going to make it through like you said this is a season this will pass god is a seasonal god there's there's winter there's spring there's summer there's fall there's fall that happens every year so why don't we think that in our lives we're not going to go through some winters but guess what? Spring is coming. Amen. And even in the midst of spring, with all the storms, guess what? Summer's coming. And even though it might feel too hot in the summer, fall's coming. The cool. So it's always cyclical. It's always, whatever you're going through is not going to last. You're going through. That's the key word. Through it. It's not the end. We're going through. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for those words, Charles. It means more to us than you will know. Now, I know that your church is doing some really great work during this time. So can you share with us some of what um, your church is doing? 
I mean, of course, we're having an online church, and actually, the church is actually growing, even online. I mean, hundreds of people have joined online. Um, but one of the things every month, and it, almost every other week, we're having a giveaway, food giveaways, meeting the needs of the people in the community. That's really what built. We have a great pastor, T.J. McBride, McBride, Tabernacle Praise Church International in McDonough. Um, and one of the foundational principles of our church is outreach, um, that the church is about building the community. Um, and so even in the midst of this pandemic, the church continues to give. Um, so pay attention online, follow TOP, because every month we're giving away something um, to anybody that has a need. Um, and so uh, that's the mission of the church anyway. The church was never a building, all right? The church is not a building. The church is people, um, people caring about people. And so whether we meet or not meet, the mission of the church is still going forward. And that is to love people and love the world like God loves us. Very true, very true. Now, is there a particular website if um, someone is looking for a home church and they're looking to maybe stream, to view your live stream? Absolutely, go to topci.org. Um, if you're on Facebook, look for Tabernacle of Praise Church's Facebook page, the, the Wednesday night and Sunday stream there as well as well as the website. Um, and there are always something inspirational coming forth to kind of keep us in tune with one another. One thing our pastor does is every Monday morning at 6 a.m., we have 30 minutes of prayer. Um, he does that on Facebook and hundreds of people join from all over the country um, just for that time on Monday mornings at six. So go to topci.org, Pastor TJ McBride Ministries as well. Um, and stay connected and wherever your church is stay connected to that it is important i'm not saying it's not important but most importantly stay connected to god pray every day meditate every day get some nugget every single day that you can live on for yourself absolutely i could not agree more it's about staying connected with god and staying connected with uh people as well so are there any other resources um you might recommend if people are struggling out there just trying to stay positive anything else comes to mind for you i mean one of the things that i've i'm learning um i'm kind of a newbie at it um is the power of meditation and positive thinking i mean if you go on youtube and just put type in affirmate positive affirmations okay i mean there are hundreds and thousands of resources that you can look listen to and so when i'm driving in my car a lot of times i cut off the radio and i'm listening to affirmations about uh, my health about prosperity about my marriage about um, the world just build constantly building myself up keeping myself in a positive frame of mind um, because if you're not careful, like Michelle Obama even said, you can fall into a low-grade depression yeah. because of everything that's happening in our world. So you've got to continue to feed yourself positive thoughts, good thoughts. Um, and so those are there are a lot of resources out there. Um, and cling to your friends and your family. Connect with them. Let's really talk um, and share with one another. We're going to get through this thing together. Yeah, certainly. So, so I see the importance of being both physically strong in terms of taking care of your body, because unfortunately, it seems like those of us who are in better health fare better um, if we unfortunately um, catch coronavirus. But it's also important, as you're saying, to be mentally strong. 
So what can you right. do to affirm your health, to remain positive? Because I too was surprised when I heard that Michelle Obama had a low-grade depression. So it kind of tells us that we're not alone in what we are experiencing. Exactly. And I'm, and I'm sure you, you know, you're big into fitness, but one of the best uh, medications, as it were, to deal with depression is exercise. A natural release of hormones um, in your body when you are active. All right. And so one of the best things you can do for yourself is to build into your lifestyle at least 30 minutes of activity, physical activity, whatever you can do. Um, but that's essential for your mental health um, mm -hmm. is to be physically well, to be physically active, to be physically strong. Um, right now, um, my wife works out like mad. She works out six days a week. She's now competing um, in like female uh, physique training. Um, so now I'm getting involved in training um, and I'm in the gym at five in the morning. All right. Working with a trainer. Um, and so, but when you're done with that, there's a high that comes. There's a rush that comes to you. And also the rush of, hey, I'm starting to look pretty good. Um, and there's the rush of, I just feel good. I feel better. I feel stronger. I have more energy when I exercise. Um, and so I know you and your family, you and your husband, you're into that, understand that. Um, so it's important to not just be sitting on the couch watching TV getting depressed, all right? That's a formula for disaster. All you're going to do is be depressed, continue to eat what you don't need to eat. You're going to feed that hurt, that loneliness, that frustration with food that you don't need to. Get outside and be active um, and do something positive. You don't have to join a gym. Take a walk, all right? A brick, brisk walk. You've shown, I've seen a lot of your videos. You don't even have to have equipment, all right? Staircase, um, vegetable cans, whatever you've got. Be active. You're going to feel better. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, and my thing is always, it begins in the morning. So I think what happens is, you know, so, sometimes we wake up, we have that cup of coffee and we sit on the couch. That is actually the worst thing you can do. So I say have that cup of coffee, but have it in at your breakfast table. So that way you're up and you're moving. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to join the gym because a lot of the gyms are still closed. But how can you stay active? Right. Whether it means walking your house a few times a day, climbing the steps a few times a day, circling your house. You know, I had one person who said to me that they will turn on a one hour program and literally walk the living room for the entire hour without sitting down. So there are ways to get the exercise in. And of course, um, all the benefits that you, that you mentioned are indeed true. So as we get ready to uh, wind down, Charles, I just want you to leave with us any contact information for your law firm, because I, I really truly want uh, all of us to reach out and maybe get some more information on how to write a will, how you can assist us with that. So do you have some contact information for how we might get in touch with you? Sure, you can reach me, look for the Singleton Law Group on Facebook. Um, there's a page there. Also, you can call me at 770-369-2668. All right, again, that's 770, I'm sorry, 678-369-2778. 678-369-2778. You can email me at c singleton 
the again it's C Singleton at the Singleton Library. Um, and like I said, we have a Facebook page. Find me there and send me a message on there. You can reach out to me that way as well. Yes. Um, but we're here for you. Um, even if you don't decide to go with us, I'm always at, available to answer your question um, that you might have about your particular situation. Okay. Good, good. And I will certainly share your information as well because we had a little bit of a crackle in, in the audio, but I'll be sure to uh, repeat your information as well. So thank you again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the word with us today. And thank you for all the other information that you provided. And as we wind up, do you have a final thought that you would like to leave us with today? No, I just want to thank you and I appreciate you for giving people uh, in the community good information. Um, you have some great guests. Um, and so just keep doing what you're doing. Keep on moving. I'm proud of you and what you're doing. All right. Yes. And your success. Yes. And it, you have a great book out. Um, so just keep it, keep it going. You're an encouragement to all of us. All right. All right. Thank you so much and enjoy okay. the rest of your day. Okay. All right. You all be blessed. Right, you are you. listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. A very big untapped potential thank you to Charles Singleton for stopping by and for sharing um, such great information with us. And you know, what resonated the most with me is that he said, do not worry, right? Did that jump out to you as well? I know it certainly jumped out at me because here I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Of course we should be worried. Have you not seen what 2020 looks like? We should be worried that 2021 is going to be a repeat of 2020. But in fact, he is right. We should not worry. We should be concerned about our lives today and what life will look like uh, in 2021. But to be worried is to be consumed with fear, be consumed with anxiety, and be consumed with the unknown. So I think he's saying here to us that we should be concerned, but we should move past being worried. So I thought that this was such a wonderful topic that he introduced to us that I thought I would take a closer look at the topic of not worrying and not being tied down with worry. So I went ahead and I looked up an article and it is called Seven Ways to Overcome Your Fear of the Unknown and Get More Out of Life. So this is by Katherine Sanford and it is on the website lifehack.org. So again, lifehack.org and the name of the title is Seven Ways to Overcome Your Fear of the Unknown and Get More Out of Life. And you know, as I always do, I will go ahead and post a copy of this article to my website, pushpast10.com. Again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10.com, so you can read it at your leisure. But I wanted to just um, highlight a couple of things from the article. So it begins by saying, the fear of the unknown can be hard to describe because all the feelings and thoughts around this fear are in our head. These negative feelings and thoughts create mental blocks. It is these mental blocks that influence the way in which we live our life and if left loose can be, can have a detrimental impact 
on us living our lives to the fullest. So she goes ahead and she tells us what is the fear of the unknown. And she begins by saying, there is an extreme form of fear of the unknown, which is a phobia called xenophobia. Sounds familiar? I think we heard that term quite often during the U.S. presidential election. So xenophobia is when some people have irrational thoughts and beliefs about people and situations that they perceive to be strange or foreign. Essentially, it is the fear of anything that is beyond their comfort zone. So again, I think we heard a lot about this particular fear during the election. So I think most of us are happy to hear the definitive explanation of what this fear is. So how to overcome your fear of the unknown? To overcome your fear of the unknown is a personal journey that never really ends. Okay. However, if you live your life controlled by your fear of the unknown and want to break free, then here are seven strategies that will help you on your personal journey of transformation. And of course, due to time restraints, I won't be able to go through all seven of these, but let's just take a look at a couple of them. So number one, understand your fear. Fear is not unique to you. Fear is a part of our human DNA, and so it is not unusual for you to feel fear when you are stepping out into the unknown. Our brain is hardwired to prefer negative consequences to uncertain outcomes. However, as Dwayne Dwyer says in his quote, our fear of the unknown is not based on reality. Our fear of the unknown is just a whole pile of self-limiting beliefs based on what we think may happen and not on what is our reality. So let's just take a couple, a look at a couple more here. So find the cause of your fear. Our fear of the unknown is part of our DNA and is an essential part of our survival. There is fear that we will protect ourselves and heighten your senses to threatening situations, right? The fear of the unknown is made, let's get rid of this ad, the fear of the unknown is made up of many thoughts and beliefs that result from negative experiences. Can you say 2020 was a negative experience? I certainly think we can. If you have failed in business or you feel you have failed in life, and have low self-belief, then your fear of the unknown will be heightened and wanting to protect you. Number three, question your fear. We all know that our fears are not based on reality. The fear of the unknown is based on our perception of what might happen in the future. The future has not happened, and this is where you take your fears to court and question them. So again, a really, really good article. Number four is accept fear as an option. Let's see here. Number five, ride the wave of fear. Let's see what this one says. It's fear of the unknown. The unknown is what it is. And to be frightened or 
of it is what sends everyone scurrying around, chasing dreams, illusion, wars, peace, love, hate, all that it's all illusion. So I think we have some great information here on just acknowledging that we are worried, that we are concerned, but not getting stuck on the worry and in fact using it as a, a, a catalyst to propel us to be prepared for 2021. So again, I hope that you will join me um, next week as we take a look at Vision 2020, what we learned from 2020, and what we will be applying to 2021. So let's take a quick break as we enjoy this song from Colin XB. She has a wonderful Christmas album. I think she made it last year. So let's take a quick break as we enjoy this one from Colin XB. Again, it's the Christmas time and it's all about, you know, the beautiful music of Christmas and just finding a moment of peace, a moment of calm and a moment to be happy, which is what we do here each and every Tuesday as we come by, we stop by for our mental break, for some me time, to enjoy some inspirational guests, to enjoy some great music, and also to enjoy um, just some positive affirmations, some positive mindset tools that we can all use as we work to move our lives together as a community. So again, enjoy this number from Colin XP, a holiday sing-along.
enjoyed this number from Colin XP holiday sing-along and of course if you're interested in hearing more of Colin's music you can always visit her on her YouTube channel which I believe is simply Colin XP for all her wonderful uh, Christmas songs as well as the beautiful music that she makes in general and while you're on YouTube you can also stop by push past 10 to see the video interview of Charles's interview. As everyone kn knows, I, um, I used to put the video interviews on my website, but we're becoming quite crowded. So now you can visit our YouTube channel, Push Past 10, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10, for all the wonderful video interviews of our past guests. And of course, if this is your first time joining in on the program, I want to say a very special thank you for being here and that you should hopefully set your reminder for each and every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here on TDN Radio to join us for what I like to call our power-up session. So we do the program uh, pretty early in the week so we can have a little inspiration, a little, you know, a little step, a little extra pushing our step to get us through the week. So again, if this is your first time joining, uh, welcome aboard, welcome to our community. And we are here each and every Tuesday from 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TDN Radio. And of course, we cannot forget our regular listeners. Thank you so much for being here each and every Tuesday at 5.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. You know, you're the lifeblood of the program and, you know, you support us in so many ways. And one of the ways that I truly appreciate your support is when you recommend guests for the program. And as a matter of fact, the guest who will be joining us next week, Dr. Triffy Wallace was recommended by one such listener. So Mr. Jeffrey Alexander out there in Canada, again, thank you for recommending Dr. Triffy. She is a licensed psychologist and she is also a relational uh, expert. So again, if you are not familiar with what a relational expert, not a relationship expert, but a relational expert is, then you have to join us next week. You have to come by and hear all that she will discuss with us about the importance of relationship. And one of the things that I know that she will already discuss because I saw it on her Facebook page is whether or not if you're in a bad relationship, if you are unfortunately in a bad relationship, whether you should break up and dissolve this relationship before Christmas, before the holidays, or after the holidays. So she is full of energy. She's a very energetic, energetic person. And we are looking forward to having Dr. Trefee 
on the program next week. So again, Jeffrey Alexander and your lovely wife out there in Canada, uh, Miss Allison Alexander, thank you for the recommendation and thank you for showing your support to our community. So here we are at the end of the program. I hope that you enjoyed our program today. I hope you found value in the information and you are looking forward to next Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. So again, don't forget that when we log off from the program here at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we take our virtual community over to social media as we continue to support each other during this uh, tragic COVID-19 um, time. And it looks like the deaths right now are uh, right about 268,000 Americans. So again, it is uh, completely unfortunate that we are experiencing this pandemic right now. But the idea of the virtual community is that we are supporting each other. We are providing emotional, mental, spiritual, psychological support. So again, once the program ends, at 6.30 here on the radio, we take our virtual support community over to Facebook where we continue to motivate and inspire each other. And I've also been trying my best to use Instagram to post some of my workouts just to motivate each and every one of us to stay active during this time. So again, if you want to check me out on Instagram, I'm not as active on Instagram as I am on Facebook, but I have been posting more often recently. So again, on Instagram, I am push past 10. On Facebook, I am push past 10. And of course, my website is pushpast10.com because that's the name of my book. So I know it seems a little bit awkward that the name of my radio show is Untapped Potential. Potential, but my website and everything else is Push Past 10. So just a, a quick little history that I wrote my book, Push Past 10, which is available on Amazon.com. Uh, January 1st, 2020 was the published date and all these wonderful opportunities have stemmed out of writing this book. So again, thank you for being with us. Thank you for spending the time. It was wonderful being in your company. We cannot forget again to thank our sponsor of this program. Program, Paragyne Care Management out of McDonough, Georgia for their support. And as we continue to grow and expand, I think at this point, we're probably close to 5,000 uh, followers on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listeners of this program. So as we continue to, go, to grow, we look to partner with businesses that share of our value of uplifting the human spirit, of sharing positive and inspiration work. So if you would like to consider being a sponsor, please feel free to reach out to me. My email address is pushpast10 at gmail.com. So thank you for being here. I hope that you have wonderful plans for the week. The weather is cooler in many areas. So I hope you plan on being outside, getting some fresh air and just making the best of our current situation. So as we always say at the end of the program, remember that your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day and to stay positive, stay safe, stay active, and stay engaged. So until we meet next week, same time, same place, I wish you a wonderful, healthy, and productive week, and I will see you again soon. Take care.